Coming up next, the wild and crazy Haas Outdoors. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It is time for the Haas Outdoors, bringing you the news, how-to tips, where to travel, information on events, making fun of Yellowstone tourists, rambling on things don't make any sense, and just being a plain goofball. Here is your host, Charles Halls. Good morning, Montana. Good morning to you, good morning to you. Get your lazy butts out of bed, good morning to you. Wakey wakey out there, Montana, it is 10.30 a.m. But for you ranchers, it's another wonderful day in Moo Moo Land. Oh, wow, Montana is starting to open up again. I've been seeing people on the streets walking, driving down the street. This time two weeks ago, you didn't hardly see anybody out. It looked like a ghost town here in downtown Harlowton. You know one thing that really gets me about Harleton? There's no place around here to buy fishing tackle, hunting supplies, ammunition, license, or anything like that. I have to drive all the way to Lewistown, which is about 57 miles from here, just to buy a box of ammo. It cost me $30 in gas, and a box of ammo was $6.99. That is a bunch of horse... (laughs) ...to go through this. I did lose my bear, elk, and deer tag. A place was recommended to me. I drove 29 miles to get there and find out they quit selling lines. Something needs to be done about that. Of course, if I had the funding, I would put in a bait and tackle shop here. Sold hunt supplies, fishing, camping, hiking, trapping, and to work. Now, Walmart, for instance, our closest one is 99 miles away. I just think it's right down ridiculous to have to drive that far just to buy a pair of pants. During my first trip to Montana, I was out horse riding and ran into a game warden I knew. We got to talking about elk hunting, and he said... Do you have any elk back where you're from? I said, yeah, one time we did. He said, what do you mean at one time? I said, well, my ancestors kind of wiped them out. With a surprised look on his face, he's trying to keep from laughing, looked at me and said, oh, I know how it is now. Your people wiped out your elk, now you come here working on ours. He kidded me for a long time about that. You know, the game wardens here in Montana, it's a lot different from the game wardens I'm from. Now, back in West Virginia, they'll come up to you and say, Sir, can I see your fishing license or your hunting license, whatever they want to see? They'll just check it and just say, Have a nice day and just walk away. The ones here in Montana like to have a conversation with you after they check your license. Now, last year was the very first time I ever seen a female game warden. We talked for about 30 minutes. I hated to see her leave, and I enjoyed her company so much. There was one incident happened to me back home. I was catfishing with some friends, and uh, a game warden boat came over. They came to check our license. As they was pulling in, they got tangled up in my fishing line. And I started reeling them in like, you know, just being a goofball. So I was sitting there hanging on the boat with one hand and a fishing rod in the other hand, trying to hold the boat steady enough so they can get out. One of the game worked at me and said, are you catching anything? I said, yeah, I just caught me the biggest thing ever. Well, they started untangling my landing, laughing about it. And I looked at one of the game where I said, since this is a non-catch and release uh, water, can, can I take home what I caught? Since there's no size limit and no no uh, limit on this, can I can I take what I catch home? And the other game warden started laughing real hard. He said, "You got us on that one." 
I said, oh, okay. Now, all my years fishing back home, that was probably the third time I ever had a conversation with him. The others I have talked to knew my father back when he was a photojournalist at the newspaper. You know, growing up at first, I wanted to be a game warden. And after I got in high school, I realized it's a lot easier to get in the family business of journalism. So I ended up taking the journalism trade. You know, one of the things in the outdoors that really gets me mad is the poachers. Some of them go out at nighttime and use spotlights and just shoot elk and deer, whatever comes in front of them. And just let them lay there. Once in a while, they'll probably take the antlers, but if it's like this time of year with no antlers, they'd probably just shoot them just for fun. Now, some of you may agree with this. Poaching kind of reminds you of stealing. They're actually stealing animals from us. Even when people go fishing and it take more than a limit, that's something like poaching also. Now, let's work together and help the game warden to solve the poacher problem. Here's a number you can call. 1-800-TIP-M-O-N-T. For more information on poaching, go to fwp.mt.gov. They have some really good information on there, too. Now, back in West Virginia, we had a problem. People driving down the road with 22 Magnums and a spotlight, they're shooting bucks before the season even opens. They wouldn't take the antlers or meat or anything. They'd just shoot them and leave them. That would be extremely terrible if it happened here. The locals may string them up. For you still awake out there, it's time for some serious news. The Montana Fish Wildlife Commission on Thursday approved temporary closure of Ennis Fishing Access Site for road repairs. The site and its boat ramp will be closed to the public from Monday, May the 4th through Friday, May the 8th. The closure is approved to ensure public safety while crews improve the roads and provide access to the site. Alternate upstream takeout for floaters on the Madison River includes the Brute tree hole or eight mile ford fishing access site floaters may also pass ennis and take out a valley garden fishing access site north of ennis montana fish wildlife and park game wardens are looking for those who killed a pronghorn antelope buck earlier in the week north of harding and left the animal to waste fwp game warden jake barzen said the poachers shot the buck sunday or monday on private property they apparently fired from pine ridge road north of Harding. The FWP is offering a award much as $1,000 information to lead in the conviction of the persons responsible for illegally killing and wasting the game. Any information about the crime is encouraged to call the FWP's 24-hour wildlife tip line at 1-800-TIP-MONTANA or for you people don't understand 1-800-847-6668. You know, I'm just kind of curious about this. If the poachers turn themselves in and get convicted, do they get the $1,000 for themselves? If you're with an outdoor organization like to share some news, or want to brag about a hunting and fishing trip you was on, or just want to ramble on something about hunting and fishing, please email me at hawsoutdoors at tragedystateradio.com. That's all the time we have, folks. Thank you for listening in. This is Goofy Charles Halls, and Treasure State Radio saying so long and be safe out there. Listen out for Halls Outdoors, Mondays at 10.30 a.m. on TreasureStateRadio.com.